where your sleeplessness nests in a wound woven web, one of suppressed, unexpressed, and relentless ebbs in the flow of the mind. It lifts while sitting, it drifts while gripping, <laughs> the toe tipping of time in the night. Lid-blinded eyes perceive dream scenes. They follow unconscious string. They unravel the most revealing order of things. Raffle-drawing retrieves slipped up the sleeve leaves limitless winning possibilities for the million memories that all start shape-shifting when you're sleep-lost and drifting and shifting in and out of limitless unpredictability, sneaking beneath the restrictions of time and space and laughing at the definition between any which place. We are the glimmer and the gleam. We are the scissors and the seam. We play things. We can be anything. We can be the twinkle of eyes or the smile on your face. We can be the last trace of the chalk hopscotch that the rains never seem to erase. We are the color of bubbles and the shape of stars. We can be created out of whatever have you and wherever it happens that you are. And so you see, my human dream beings, the answer is not something which can be explained or seen. The answer is always what you make believe.
Story. This is a participation story. It's called The Good Heart of Thunderpants. You have to have help me do it. It's a peace story. So there's some sound effects in it. So you're going to help me do all the sound effects. First sound effect is, we hope nobody's actually doing this, or maybe somebody can. Somebody just about to go off to sleep. You hear that? Next sound effect is somebody sucking on a magic pacifier. Hear that? Good. That's good. Now, next sound effect, we all have to be very serious actors and actresses to do this one. We know for a fact that there are hungry people in the world today. Fairly hungry children, some of whom have not eaten. So they're weak and they're softly, softly crying themselves to sleep. So it sounds like this. Let's hear that. Very good. Next thing is pacifier. Putting out your hands, flying across the sky. Ready? Come on. Swooping down with your cape. On the count of three. This is the audience participation part. Great feast, celebration, and party as loud as you wish. One, two, three. <laughs> Other kids seriously now crying in a nearby land. Pacifier. Flying over to see what the trouble is. The next one, scolding. No, no, no. Ready? No, no, no. no. You can do that a little louder. No, no, no! That's good. Next thing is bye-bye. Bye-bye. Pacifier. Gathering up stars. Throwing them like frisbees. Sticking one in the corner. Pacifier. Going off to sleep. And the very last one of this story, three beats of the heart. Ready? Bum, 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 bum. Okay, here we go. Hey guys, I know a girl whose nickname is Thunderpants because she has lightning bolt stickers on the side of her diapers. <laughs> hey Thunderpants, what are you doing? I'm practicing to grow bigger. Well, as you can see, Thunderpants is one of the smartest girls in the whole world. Not only is she smart, she's good-hearted, which may explain why she was chosen to get a magic pacifier. Well, anyway, one night when she was sucking on her pacifier, just about to go off to sleep. She heard the faint weeping of little children on the other side of the earth. Why are they crying, Thunderpants? They're crying because they're hungry and don't have enough to eat. And so, with the aid of her pacifier, Thunderpants flew across the sky. While she was flying, she thought there was lots of extra food everywhere, so she swooped down with her cape. Now, with a great feast, celebration, and party. Even while they were feasting and celebrating, she heard some other kids crying in a nearby land. Faster than anything, she flew over to see what the trouble was. Now, when she got there, the kids told her why they were crying was because the parents, the adults, had gotten into a war and were fighting and squabbling over land and other possessions. And so, Thunderpants gathered the warring adults together, scolded them for not learning to share and love one another like they were always telling the kids to do. No! no. They were so ashamed of themselves, they dug a great big deep hole, pushed all their bombs, bombs, guns, and tanks in there, covered them over with dirt, and made peace. There was a great peace celebration. Ow! 
Now they came to Thunderpants and they said, Thunderpants, you're our hero. And she smiled and she said, I'm not your hero, I'm your she-ro. Yeah. <laughs> all the feminists in the audience. Now, feeding the hungry and stopping wars was tiring work, so she said goodbye to her new friends. Bye. And stuck her pacifier in her mouth. Zoomed across the night sky. Gathered up stars and threw them like frisbees down to each house below so that every kid could have a nightlight. Then she zoomed into her room, stuck the one star she'd save for herself in the corner, stuck her pacifier in her mouth, slipped into a dream, filled with all the good deeds she was going to do with her magic pacifier, and with her good heart, bum, 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 bum. which is, after all, the most potent magic yeah. of all. Yeah. 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 How about a song about positive people standing up, holding hands together, singing songs and saving the land. A woman came up to me after a show in Eugene, Oregon last year. She told me if you look at a map of Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, it looks like the moon. If you look on Google Maps because they've blown the tops off of so many mountains to extract the coal. And um, so she asked me if I'd write a song for it, and that's what this song is. There's a place not far from here, just a ways up in the hills, where the folks they still live that old time way. Where mama cleans the kitchen and daddy cleans the deer, and music is the game all the children.
tribes on the mountaintops, the free and the free people. Love in the love in the love of the land. We like the silence in the morning, the sky, the eagle soars in. If we cut down all his trees, then he's got nowhere to land. And if we blow up all his trees, he's got nowhere to knowledge fated to appear in circles, spirals, ghosts of former understandings. Jokes that fall flat because you've had to have seen them. Oh, my urn of ashes for those questions. Feed my smile with your faded glory. Leave a clue for future researchers to find. Yeah. 
They say laughter is the best medicine. Where's your stance on recreation? Ha 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 Cool. Thanks for that thought. Thanks for that thought. Appreciate it. We love you. Loving you. Yeah, love you too. Love you a lot, man. I'm not so much into World peace. Everybody together. World peace. One, two, three. Rainbow Gathering. What's it all about? And so I just turn them and say, go to the Unitarians and turn left. Now some of you might remember this song from the Missouri <laughs> Gathering and please join in. Just a couple of lines. Help the kids sing, right?
if you know the kind of person I am, and I don't know the kind of person you are, a pattern that others have made may prevail in the world, and following our wrong God home we may miss our star. For there is many a small betrayal in the mind, a shrug that lets the fragile sequence break, sending with shouts the horrible errors of childhood out to storm through the broken dike. And as elephants parade, holding each elephant's tail, but if one wanders, the circus won't find the park. I call it cruel and perhaps the root of all cruelty to know what occurs, but not recognize the fact. And so I appeal to a voice, something shadowy, a remote important region in all who talk. Though we could fool each other, let us reconsider, for the parade of our mutual lives may be lost in the dark. The messages we give, yes or no or maybe, should be clear. The darkness around us is deep. Freedom, my 
sun shine on the snow. It's a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. God, I love that song. Hi, welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good to be here. Look look at my smile. I'm smiling from that song you wrote, that theme song for our show. Our show, by the way, is streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm. Why don't you check out mutinyradio.fm? Why don't you go find mutinyradio.fm? What are you, a punk? Don't stop challenging me. I'll do it. All right. Thank you. A lot of great programming on mutinyradio.fm. Not dot com. Dot FM. No, not dot FM. It's like a radio station. Directly oh. part of the Mission District of San Francisco. 
We're on every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. What is this? What is this donut button? Oh, it's not going to offer you donut. It's actually pronounced donate. Yes. So you can go throw a couple bucks towards Mini Radio. That helps the station. Go to Venmo. Yeah, give two bucks. Go to Venmo at Mini Radio. Throw two bucks. Write down L W A F L M O Y T sent you. That's our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You want to see our YouTube video? Subscribe to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You prefer the old school podcast? Subscribe to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what movie are we watching on YouTube this week? We are watching uh, The Jazz Singer, 1927. Sorry. You read my mind. 1927. Not 1979. Correct. Now, we've watched... Yeah, what channel should we check out? Girl Boss. Okay, Girl Boss. Girl Boss videos. Check it out. We want you to go to your YouTube, type in the Jazz Singer 1927, not 79. You will find Girl Boss hosting the full movie. Click the link, hit pause, move it to zero, zero, zero. We are celebrating the movies this year that are now part of the public domain. These are movies that were produced in 1927, including The Jazz Singer. Hey, I heard it's a good movie, Carl. (laughs) What people have been really talking it up. Oh, well, that's the buzz. (laughs) Oh, well, we should save it for the movie. So. We now at this point you have the movie paused, and maybe you don't. Maybe you need a couple minutes. Well, we'll offer you a couple minutes. Carl has actually not only produces the show, researched the movie, has stuff to tell tell me about this film which I've never seen, and he wrote the theme song. He also hosts our celebrity comedian in our little segment called Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown. This time with. Clint Esposito! Welcome, Clint! Thank you for having me, Carl. Now, you and I are out there on the scene together doing comedy. I've seen you at a million open mics, but I've also seen you on serious, serious-ass shows, right? Very, very now, serious. You just recently booked me on the serious show in Dunellen, right, at the Dunellen Theater. Now, yep. they don't show movies there anymore. Tell me how you got associated with this theater and how you got this opportunity. Uh, so the owner, actually, I raced, I grew up, this plugs in, I grew up racing motocross with him. Uh-huh. And I helped a motocross podcast do a live show the Friday before Supercross, which is a big indoor motocross race that they have a giant stadium periodically. I helped them set the show up here in New Jersey. Richie came to that show and was like, you know, I have a theater, right? And I was like, no. So then that's kind of how that went. Now, I did want to raise that. I uh, ignorantly am calling it dirt bikes, like used to have some hobby. But no, but this was motocross. And this was earlier in your life. You would arrange tours and and get the players and all the people. and, And then there was the ticket sales and there was dealing with the venues and there was... Tell us about this life, which isn't with you anymore. It was earlier in your life. Tell us about this, 
how it went down and 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 how you're out of it now and why so uh basically as a kid i was in the sports eventually i found dirt bikes and motocross um and then i that's all i wanted to do was be a professional motocross racer which i did have a pro license and i did that for three years but then i actually got uh, offered to do a monster truck show, a monster jam, and jump the ramp and do the tricks. Okay. So where racing is all depend depended upon how you finish. The freestyle, I knew what I was going to get paid, that my room was going to get paid for, yada yada, before it even showed up. Yeah. So I started riding shows for somebody else, and then obviously I saw the opportunity, so I started my own company, built my own ramps, and started booking all my own shows. Now I I'm I'm still being ignorant. It's not motor cross. It's moto. Moto. Um, yeah, <laughs> moto cross, and then the other one is freestyle motocross, where you do the tricks. All right. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I had been hurt a bunch of times throughout doing that, but then finally I think I got a little older, and uh-huh. it it was more uh, of an inconvenience as you get older, and then I basically. Yeah, kind of walked away from it because just booking the shows on their own, there's not that much overhead. So I walked away from that. And actually, while I was still booking shows, I'd gotten hurt. And I was mm-hmm. announcing one of my shows instead of hiring an announcer because uh, I couldn't ride anyway. And I started just kind of slipping jokes in. And for myself, I was just, I don't know, talking, you know, crap. And I started seeing some people laughing and I was like, oh, I'm just in the wrong (laughs) venue for this. So (laughs) after I stopped riding, I thought about what I'd like to kind of pursue. And comedy was something I felt like I could see myself doing because there were athletic people, you know, that are comedians and um, all different types of people can be a comedian. doesn't matter. Yes, that's right. Um, So, yeah, I just kind of convinced myself that I could do that and it's also something where you have the opportunity to travel and you still get the butterflies of performing yeah yeah so that was my next question how you got to comedy and it seems like it was a natural transition you didn't expect I mean it came naturally but you were just announcing you know so in the same way you had your business smarts with the moto cross, moto's got more mojo than motor, right? Yeah. But when the same way you had your business going with the motocross, with the with the monster trucks, right? You also bring that to comedy. I mean, you're really a comedy producer, uh, an editor, and video. You know, you know your way around the internet, and you've got your. I mean, what is it? You you have um, livestreamcomedy.com, which you right. made up during the pandemic. Tell me about the birth of that site. So basically while all the clubs were shut down during the pandemic, I was like, we need to start doing uh, more online stuff. So I looked and livestreamcomedy.com was available, which Mm -hmm. was pretty uh, surprising. So actually I had you on um, some shows. I did Puntagious. With Steve Poston, right? right. It was just all show. And then I'd also done some Eventually, which I want to bring back, the theater doesn't have the best internet because it's a yeah, hundred-year-old yeah. theater. Uh, so I want to bring back the, the live stream comedy show, which was 
Vix that Daniel and I would host, and then okay. I would actually have all these boards here and cut back and forth between cameras. And it was a lot. It was a sketch show. We would pre-record sketches. I would play them on a TV. Uh, and then we would also have people do live stand-up. So I was trying to basically make a show that was a good format for people in the room and people online. Perfect. Yeah. That's so. The, and you're thinking about bringing that back, like you said. Once I have a room where some internet uh, can handle live streaming, yeah, I'm going to bring it Now back. you're working on a new room now, right? A new room in Hackettstown. That's right. Uh, mama's i think it is and you're you're kicking off the first one with uh camacho uh tell me about this room and tell me about uh what your plans are for it i mean maybe this livestream.com livestreamcomedy.com so the deal with that is mama's is the actual uh it's a restaurant italian restaurant that's been here in hackettstown for like 50 years everybody knows mama's and actually, there's an old, it was an old quick check. They built a new quick, quick check across the road, and it was empty for years. And finally, they bought it and made it an event space. Uh-huh, perfect. So they totally redid the whole uh, space. And it's been, you know, empty. They basically just finished it. They're really promoting it. So then I approached them and was like, I would love to work with you guys because I want to have a room closer. Uh, to home here and I want to have something like once a month is the goal and they were excited about it because you know they are trying to get people in the room so that they know it's there and they see that it's a great space and mama's actually caters the event so with your ticket price you get um, a full meal mm -hmm. you get a choice of different pastas and chicken or eggplant rollatini you get uh -huh. uh, garlic knots they have uh, coffee, soft drinks, cookies, the full full deal. Yeah, full menu there and full yeah. menu of comedy as well. With That's James right. Camacho kicking it off, who's he's a big deal, right? He was yeah. on James was on? tours around the whole country, you know, just doing yeah. stand up. So, yeah, yeah. He's been at Scotty's too. Uh, it was a while back, but uh. But, but he's out there for real, and I wish you good luck with this room, and it's good that it's close by, and it probably has much better internet, and you're probably going to get something going on. Now, okay. I want to bring you – I want to ask people about social media and internet and stuff like that, but I know that you do a lot of work for other comedians, um, helping them with their online presence. One of them is Aaron Berg. So tell me how you fell into that and what you're editing and what you're doing for him and for other comedians on the internet. Well, right now, actually, I'm just, I'm full force trying to push uh, my own brand. Okay. Um, but with Aaron, I actually produced his Patreon, which was the bodybuilder. Uh -huh. And it was about getting into shape. Mm. So, uh, and that I produced the uh, podcast for the Dojo of Comedy before. I produced right. two podcasts for them, and that's actually how I got referred to work with Aaron. Gotcha. So, okay. But okay. now I'm, like I said, uh, just basically trying to use all of my skills to push my own brand so that way I can get hired at more comedy clubs and come tour to a city near 
where every everybody exactly you well, you're too close. not by you this is broadcasting out of san francisco so maybe go, san francisco. right 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 <laughs> Okay, so Clint Esposito, everyone at home is poised to watch this movie. Tell us how people can watch, uh, catch up with you on the internet, on social media. How do people find you out there and follow you? We've already mentioned uh, LivestreamComedy.com, and that's a place. I think that's an alias for ClintEsposito.com, right? Yeah, that's a basically the page with all the shows or the area with all the shows is linked to LivestreamComedy.com. But once again, I just put everything on my personal site because I'm trying to get my own name out there. So yeah. we might as well drive everything to one place. But yeah, the website is, or my personal website is clintesposito.com. And I'm basically just Clint Esposito on everything. All social media. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You, I'm really pushing Instagram and YouTube. Uh, and as far as I know, I'm the only Clint Esposito. So there's that's a plus. That's a very big plus. Now it's E S P I S I T O. Nope. E what? E S P O S I T O. <laughs> okay, I think I'll edit that out. Okay. <laughs> o I S. No. E S P O S I T O. Okay, and Espedizito, it's E-S-P-O-S-I-T-O. E-S-P-O-S-I-T-O. Okay. Clint, like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, like Clint Esposito. Some people will say, right. you know, in the year 2080, right? Like Clint Esposito. Okay, now, Clint, everyone at home, Clint Esposito, is poised to watch this film at the exact same time we do here in the studio. So okay. everyone at home must press play at their YouTube device at the same time we do is press play here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Clint Esposito, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian countdown. And celebrity comedian who did the countdown. Yes. And to all the countdowns that have celebrity comedians. This they is the overture. You can find your seat. Yeah. Now, Mike, unfortunately, we're going to have to listen to an overture. I don't, we're going to have to, or people at home will get sick. I want to fast forward. Well, that's because you're not an audience member from 1927. Had Correct. you been an audience, you'd be like, what's that weird noise coming from this silent movie house? This film is considered the first talkie. It is. Movie, the first movie talkie. The first movie talkie was my great-great-grandfather, Mike Spiegelman I, who was, was told, during the movie? shut up. Yeah. Will you please? <laughs> I can't hear the piano. This is a talkie. And, you know, my great-great-grandfather, Mike Spiegelman I, would say, it's a silent movie. <laughs> so shut up. So who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, Here's I know. Of his time. Here's a prick. Now, the now these are is, all the songs that we're going to hear in an overture? Uh, yeah, that's right. It's all sort of uh, opera together. Um, that's the Opera together. Word. Yeah, so that it can be like, it is all the themes that we will hear. The thing is, you know, there's a it's a myth that Hollywood just poof switched to sound. It isn't true. Right. Um, now, also, there was a movie before this called Don Juan, which was a much bigger splash. 
in the day because it was the first one with sound. No, it didn't do speech. That's what really makes people think this is the one because they talk. Uh, not only do they talk in this movie, he sings. He sings in yes. Hebrew, right? He sings in English. Mm -hmm. Back then, they would have to have the piano accomplishments sing the Hebrew parts. Be'anglit, be'hivrit, kashem. Baruch, ata. Who's saying that? Where's that coming from? <laughs> ata. <laughs> Baruch. Do you have any money? I am Baruch. Ata. I am Baruch. Hey, I heard if you go wook, you go brook. There you go. It's my little woke joke for you. You should go Baruch. You never. So we're going to see um, Baroque music. No, it's pronounced. Wait, Baruch Ata, right? Yeah. Baruch we're going to see a lot of Baruch. Because he's a cantor, right? He's the son of a rabbi. Right. And his father wants him to be a cantor. But he of wants course. to sing contemporary music. Bingo. I see. I know of this. This is a pop culture touchstone. I've never seen this movie. We come from America. Today, I have seen the 1979 Neil Diamond movie called The Jazz Singer. Right. Back and then, you could be balding and still a hero. Wasn't it interesting? He did Jazz Singer, and then he wrote a song about E.T., Turn On Your Heart Light. <laughs> that was his Hollywood years. Yes. Now, I, if I was an audience member in 1927, my ears and my eyes would be bleeding from this experience of hearing music coming from the film. Well, okay, right now, you would hear music like this on the film. It just would have interstitials, right? And oh, like, yeah, go get a uh, clam chowder at Tony's type of thing. <laughs> Right, but the thing is, it wouldn't be synchronized. They just start playing this phonograph, essentially, that was part of the distribution. See, it was called, um, let's see here. It is a vit Vitaphone, Vitaphone, disc on sa sound on disc system. It's a class of sound film processes using a phonograph or another disc to record or play back in sync with the motion pictures. There's a mechanical interlock with the movie projector itself. So you start them both at the absolute beginning. <clears throat> the record would turn as the film went. It was interlocked. Cool. Cool beans. This is why I felt Tech AV Club. I didn't realize there was a grade. Okay, here okay. we go. Now our movie's starting. But since it's 1927, we're going to see a bunch of credits. Right. This, I hate the opening credits. No, I'm kidding. Warner Brothers, right? That lot looks depressing. It was probably just Jack Warner's house at the time. <laughs> Back then, these guys were like that. Just It was Sam Warner and his brother. And they were like that. As a matter of fact, when this thing came out, Sam stopped taking a pay cut while it was being made because it was so goddamn expensive. And he moved his family to a like cheaper apartment. Now, once wow. again, not a cheaper mansion. This guy was in an apartment. They were, yeah, it was Warner Brothers, but it's not like today. These were like a couple dudes on a lot. Roll them. Now, whose is the cantor? Where's his dad? No, I know this story also could be because of The Simpsons. The Simpsons uh -huh. did a, uh, Cressy's dad is a rabbi. Time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rabbi Krasowski. 
<laughs> in every living soul, a spirit cries for expression. Perhaps this planted, plant, plaintive, plaintive. Shut up, great great grandfather. Is the misunderstood <laughs> utterance of a prayer. So it's saying, okay, jazz isn't religious music, but God is music. And, you know, maybe, you know, there's God in this contemporary music. Yeah, like, way to relate to the young people. Like what else? Okay, you this roll is up the skateboard. Footage of the street. I'm sorry. Go ahead, my guy. I'm oh sorry. no, I was just saying. You sound like one of those young preachers with a skateboard. <laughs> Look at these dangerous rides. How many people are here? Like six million, seventeen thousand. Tons I of people. No idea. Yeah, tons. Now here is our canter from Temple Beth. And he's, you know, we're waiting for his son. Where's his son? He isn't home. It's so he's going to sing like, tonight. It's a silent movie. He's not talking. There's mm -hmm. title cards. Yeah, that's right. Because sing Cole Nidre. There will only be. Yeah, that's right, Mike. That's right. There will only be a very little, there'll be certain scenes with sound, okay? And when it comes to talking, there's only going to be two minutes in total of the full film talking, not sound, but talking. <clears throat> Carl, I'm going to have to get this out of the way because I know you and our listeners are tired of this story that we talk on and on. But back in the 20s, Carl and I worked in silent movies. Yeah. And one day we heard about this talkie film and we said, whatever. So we yeah, were driving our, our jalopy. Yeah. Uh -huh. So we had like, we had fuck you money back then. So we would buy these yeah. jalopies. Oh, I had we were, hundreds, hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. Yeah. Like literally tens of dollar bills coming out of my pockets back then. Wait, and Mike, I, I was, we, love you. This, this piano player is like the weirdest looking motherfucker ever. Oh, he's singing. But when you see him, who's singing is Jackie, the son. Now this is a common commoner song. This is a Goyish song, right? This is not yes, like a Jewish. Is, yeah. Of course. What do you mean? He's okay. in a Oh, so listen, I know you're tired of this story, but we were driving our car and we go by the uh, Warner Brother Theater and it said the jazz singer. And we said, "All right, for a lark, let's walk inside this th This will right. never work," we said. We, and we went then inside. Said there's title cards. Yeah, and we went inside, and people were uproariously yelling at the screen. It was incredible. Then we knew our role Talkies. in silent films was over. That's when Fish Burgers was born, and we were doing talkies from then on. That's right. We went to community public access channel. He's eating a chicken bone. He's so impressed. This is Moisha, and he has seen that the rabbi's son is singing with some guys. So oh my he's God, running I tell the rabbi. He's running. Yeah, he's not a I gotta run to the he's, rabbi. He's called the kibitzer. kibitzer. He's just oh, a kibitzer. Like, kibitz. Kibitzer. Yeah. The mm -hmm. gossiper. Right. The yenta. Right. So he's like, do you know what your son is doing? He's, what, eight years old singing in the uh, keep running. This is pretty cool, the street. So this is not like we watched oh, the. It's, real. it's not a set. Yeah, because we watched Dead End, and that was a set. Oh, yeah. The Bowery Street Boys. So basically what's going on is he's like, where is this kid? He's supposed to be singing. And the mom's like, maybe he doesn't want to be a cantor. And he's like, shut up, woman. Are you crazy? Five generations of cantors. He'll start the fasting young kid for without supper. 
Yeah, you got to get a little bass in your stomach before you start fasting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you skip a meal before, yeah. you know, before you're, you're screwed. You see, he gotta, kissed the, um, yeah. what do you call it? It's apparently I, on the I, wrong I, side of the door. It's supposed to be on the right side, and it was on the left. Whatever. It's 1927. I don't know how they did it back then. Yeah. I have mine on the left side. I have one. Wait, you have yours on the left side? The yeah. internet complains wait, about... Wait, 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 wait. Well, no, when you approach the house... Right. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's on the right side door. Oh, as you... Right. Not as you exit, right. but as you enter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when so, I exit, it's on the left side. Because <laughs> you're lefting right? it behind. Not right, left. It's very important. You don't want the angel of death to kill you. You want the angel of death to see it and pass over your house. Right. Yeah. Look how ugly this guy is or how weird looking he is. <laughs> He's like a demon. Ooh, but Jackie's no better. Family entrance. Do you now have a rabbinical entrance? <laughs> That's literally this his family walking kid, in. This kid would go on to become a director and he would do well. And his... He died in like 1950. Wow. Now so he was pretty young then. <clears throat> this is the late 20s. Yeah, let me look. Ah, uh, you got the celery? What are you going to make? Now, all the way home, he like the reverse of drags him. He pushes his ass. <laughs> How embarrassing the whole neighborhood sees your dad oh, dragging you home. Yeah, I know. You just you hang your head in shame. Now, it was... It was, I'm sorry, not 1950, 1990 he died. That's pretty contemporary. Wow. Um, his name was Bobby Gordon. He was age 13 right now. We're seeing him. Now, What is he, it with the buttons? You know, the internet says his buttons are wrong. He's going to go in. He's going to get a whooping. And when he comes out, his buttons are wrong. I didn't notice it, but kind of because it doesn't that's, matter. That's there some is, whooping. There's some interesting... Oh, What's it say, though? Buttons. Yeah, those... go very back. What the fuck does it say? Why would you... Is he punk rocker in the 1920s? Like, yeah, why has he got yeah. butted? <laughs> the Clash? The Jam? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, the Jam. Right, that's perfect. The Jam. What does that say? Think? But you misspelled think. It says think? What kind of crazy so button is this? He says, if you whip me, I'm running away. And he was, he's not kidding. He's not kidding. Oh, no. The first, the whipping. Uh-oh. Carl, he's like me. He got his belt right off. Yeah, just like you did for... It relieves a lot of pressure. Yeah. Now, she is just like... Oh, 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 Princess Leia. She's I know just, she's got the rock and the Princess Leia. Old school, original. Okay, so now My he's... The, tour. His, his buttons don't look different to me. I'm acting... Come here, I'm acting! Oh, are you acting too? Let me act with you! <laughs> That's impressive, the crying. I'll get out of here. I'll leave for America. Yeah. Today. <clears throat> Wait, I'm in America right now. So by 1947, that guy was directing films. Uh, the Joe Lewis story, it came from beneath the sea in 1955. Nice. Black Zoo. He did My Friend Flicka. He did The Texan in Bonanza and The Many who Loves think, of Gobi Gillis. Who do you think would win a fight? Flicka or Flipper? But well, Flicka's I a think, horse, right? Yeah. Flicka yeah. would win. 
Well, it depends. Is the is it in the ocean or is it on yes, land? Yes, of course, in the ocean. So the flicker well, would then, not. I'm, flicker I'm would gaming not the system. Well, I guess you're right. Either way, it's it's lose lose because on land. Well, flicker, flipper just give you go and you just step on him. Shut up, yeah. you. He doesn't even have hands. He doesn't have legs. Flipper would flip out. That's all he could and do then, is flip. And when he dies, the kids will mourn. They'll go. His name was Flipper. Flipper. <laughs> and they'll say he died on porpoise. <laughs> he meant to do it. Yeah, it was intentional. Flicker had nothing to say about the killing. That is, of course, on that day, Flicker was horse. He was horse. Okay, so now oh, we're... back to the movie. Oh, synagogue. Right. Now, you, you know, you during services, you shouldn't be filming services. It's you know considered work, but I guess this yeah. is the movie. <clears throat> Torah, nice. Now, see the um, the kibitzer was handed off the. Kibitzer. I mean, he's got a position in the kibitzer. He he does have a position in the in the synagogue. Now, essentially, that's it. I have no son. He's run away, and I'm disowning him at the same time. He's just doing. I don't know. It's all very stupid. And the the is like it's my fault, right? I nope, should have never brought that up. Oh, you mean the mom? No, the the guy who ran like seven. No, yeah, I don't give a fuck. No, no, he'll be back throughout the whole film, man. You'll see. He's a friend and a foe at the same time. You see, they love nice. him, but he's like he can't keep his mouth shut, and he's speaking of his services. Hang on, let's crank this up. Okay. The kids are faking it. <laughs> They're just moving their mouths. It's not insane. <laughs> now, listen, this Don Juan was released in 1926. It was a huge stir in Hollywood. Um, it was. It had synchronized sound effects and music. Now, not dialogue. They could have done right. dialogue. It just didn't occur to them. So music, sound effects. But but you could see with the music, the mouth was going, you know, it was in sync. This film did dialogue, and that's why it got immortalized. You know, I mean, like, it's cool, all this serious stuff. Yeah. It's the film best known for the main character dressing up in blackface, which is unfortunate. But I do like the, the Jewish background. It is unfortunate. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because that was deplorable and despicable. The thing is, it wasn't really despicable of this guy. It was more like despicable of the society, but too bad. Right. You're the poster child. And they're going, Mammy! They always make jokes about it. That's but, another thing. I mean, as a generation that watched Bugs <laughs> Bunny more than, say, the jazz singer, this movie is like a pop culture reference point. And we know the reference point more than we know the actual movie. Right. That's right, you know, more than we know the actual movie. So we when know started, Mammy, the reference. Yeah. Right. Now, when I started watching this film, he started doing some songs. And I was like, I know that song. Then another song, I know that song. It like, it turned into like, just like you said, there's lots of, that thing made its way through, uh, it had legs and got to us. And we were disconnected from the original thing that made it. Right. This is the same conversation I have in synagogue too, Carl. So I feel at home. <laughs> Shh, shut up, Mike Spiegelman the seventh. 
Okay, now okay, three thousand miles from home. Up, you you gotta you, okay. Why don't you just turn it on because we're gonna have the talky part now. Is he in Hollywood? No, no, it's not. no, not at all. He's in San Francisco. Uh, I don't know what town he's in. I'm sorry. I about think it, it, the thing said SF on the the jacket. Okay, now there he is. There's Al Jolson. Now he was kind of n Jack Robin. Okay, he was kind of known. <clears throat> But this yeah, from really made him. Yeah, because he must be like what, like just known from the radio, from records, from other movies. Uh, from other movies and from doing performances. Now, <clears throat> Mike, as you know, we've been watching these 1927 films, and we did this also for 1926. You know, and we did it. Did we do it for 25? I don't remember. Yeah, we did. So I'm used to the silent movies. And when I watch him like this right now, it's giving us a silent movie with all the interstitials. So when he starts talking and singing, I'm blown away. Like I, it was like I was a 1927 audience member. I can't believe my eyes, you know? You remember when we pulled our jalopy over from Silent Money movie and uh, we went inside and we heard him sing and I started to pee my pants? Okay, turn up the you sound the and leave it up. Le yes, I remember that. Leave it up now, quick, quick, quick. Now we're synchronized. What about the other folks? Yeah, some folks have two. Is he crooning where you project to your mouth at a certain angle? I don't know about the angle part, but yes, he's crooning. Now, this guy was famous for, like, emoting and being, you know, he's just doing a performance, you know. It really can be quite silly. Do you consider this jazz singing? Well, 1927 did. This is a terrible song. It's about, like, his kid, you know. Boys get dirty hands, dirty face. Peanut butter jelly smudges. <laughs> Don't shut the fuck up at night. Those kids, they grow up. Look how she's acting like, oh, I'm struck. Who, who is that on stage? He's the greatest man I've ever seen. He's not doing anything so great. Jolson does that thing with his shoulders. <laughs> like, is he a puppet? Like, if he was a puppet, like, I don't know where his spine is. Like, he's, he's so upright, but his shoulders are hunched. Yeah. <laughs> he's exaggerating. He knows he's doing unnatural things. Look how he grabs his breast. I loved him in Heart Bleeps. <laughs> the Andy oh, Kaufman he's role. He's just the most greatest performer I've ever seen. I ought to offer him a show. Oh, really? Don't take him away. <laughs> well, this is like some dinky club. <laughs> right. Look how pissed off the saxophone player is. <laughs> Get fuck you violins. Give me a part. Now I don't. I know you, Mike. Don't turn it down now because he's going to. Is this okay? Because I want to hear you, and I want the audience to hear us too. Well. All right. Okay. I'm it up. 
Well, I just don't want to miss it. When he talks, we might miss it. And that's the whole fucking point of this movie. I had so, seen Elmo's Fire in 1927 when he started speaking. I started seeing a roll of Bor- Boris around me. <laughs> Look how he put up his jacket, uh, you know, collar pop. Because yeah, like a human does. People Not would even- do that in the cold. What is he, Falco? Okay, listen now. Here we go. Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. So that blew me away. You, you, you ain't heard nothing yet. And that became a big thing. You ain't heard nothing yet. I remember I fainted and, and shot blood that night. <laughs> okay, you can turn it down. I can't turn it off. What's a tootsie? It, it's a girl. He's saying tootsie goodbye. Sad. Don't cry. The choo-choo train that takes me away from you. No words can tell how sad it makes me. Tootsie, don't cry. Gotta go. The bus is outside. Don't call me. I'll call you. The Greyhound bus that takes me. Have you ever heard? Listen to his whistling. Now he's whistling nuts. Now, what he's doing with his uh, right hand, pretending like he's playing a trumpet or something, that's all fake. It doesn't affect the sound. He's just whistling. So it's fun. He's not modulating his mouth organ to make these noises? His mouth organ, he is. But his fingers fingers don't do anything. Oh, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. He's not, yeah. It looks like he's pressing and like playing a clarinet or something. I guess this is jazz singing. He's so weird. Whoa, look at him go. Look at the trumpet here. He's like finally could play something. Don't cry. We're getting to our big, ugly ending. Dances like a girl. He's moonwalking. Goodbye. Yeah, don't you remember we were fucking in the audience at this point? Just a mass orgy. Uncontrollable. Now, watch. I can't believe it. They will do some sort of... Watch this. They'll do the same shot again and again and again. It's like a glitch in the Matrix. Oh, it's this is a glitch in the Matrix. A glitch in the Matrix. This is all not real, Carl. Oh, a glitch yeah, in the matrix. This is me on my Instagram. Check out the standing ovation I got. It lasted six seconds. <laughs> so we'll just loop it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, a guy comes over. Tell that man I want to fuck him. <clears throat> this lady over there. She Can says she wants first? to fuck you. Oh, she oh. Look at them, they're banging away on the table. What kind of restaurant is this shit? Yeah, they give them little mallets. Pops the guy from the restaurant. Stop banging on my tables. I'm trying to make food. Get it wrecking my shit. Please have a seat. The little mallets. I guess it's intentional. I can't think with your fucking mallets. <laughs> so, um... I understand that you want the man said you wanted to fuck me. No, I said I wanted to bang. Well, isn't that the same thing? No, with these these little hammers. Here, take one. Let's so bang. literal in the twenties. 
Well, he so got, now we're back to a silent film where he's very expressive. She's very oh, expressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's many jazz singers, but you have a tear in your voice. Oh, sure. See, the thing is, she, she knows he's complicated. That's no, why she's she, attracted. She actually said a tear because his voice was so bad. It sounded like he had a rip uh, in his voice. I am tearing your eardrums. <laughs> I am ripping. You goodbye. Hey, thanks for the sex, but my train is here. Gotta go. Now, look, back in the day, <clears throat> you know, 1927 or whatever, there were two competing incompatible sound systems. The This Vitaphone, this was done. And there's okay. something called Fox's photo film. So the thing is, you had to be one or the other. You know what I mean? But this is a Warner. Oh, so but Warner Brothers use either Vitaphone or the other guys. No, they used Vitaphone. But there okay. were also Fox had photo film. Which sounds like picture picture to me. Uh, also, the the sound like the whole the process. That's that's how do you say it? Kibitzer, kibitzer, yeah, kibitzer, kibitzer. Kib <clears throat> like kibbles and bits, kibitzer. Two hundred and fifty dollars. You see that? Two hundred and fifty dollars. That would be thirty six hundred dollars today. And he's got a girl. Yup. Jack Robin is his name. He's forsaken his Robin away. <laughs> Jack Robin. Terrible. That's a, that's what comics do, right? Because you have two first names as a first and last name. The classic uh -huh. Steve Martin name. Martin is like, a first name? Okay. Yeah, like Martin Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Martin Lawrence, another one. Or Carl... Uh, uh, Carl... Carl. I guess I don't do that. No, your name is first and last name. Oh, he married a Sitka. Sitka. <laughs> Listen to me. I know I can't yeah. talk. This fucking one of them Christian broads. So but yeah, in so many words. Sitka. Why can't I pronounce that? So the the one Jewish guy meets his friend in the park and says, how's it going? It's going terrible. I sent my son to Israel and he came back a Christian. The guy, the other guy goes, what? We got to go to the rabbi with this. So they go to the rabbi. He says, look, rabbi, he, he, he sends this kid to Israel, comes back a Christian. He goes, what? We got to talk to God. So they go to God. And the rabbi's like, look, this guy, he sent his kid to Israel, comes back a Christian. And God goes, well, I don't know what to tell you. I sent my son to Israel. Come back a Christian. Fucking going new, Rabbi. So then who do they talk to? Listen, that's a hilarious old joke taught to me by Jewish people from my fourth Israeli country. <coughs> they, were, the they were making fun of you. Okay, so now Jackie Ro Jackie Robbins has written home, right? And yeah. uh, But Dad is still being such a, like, uh, he's just being such a little girl. I mean, he's just like, I have no son. You know, it's been like eight to 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's been like oh. at least those pairs of years. So now he's in a show. Thanks to Mary, the girl who, the woman who saw him. <laughs> now we're about to see somebody called Loy. Um, 
Myrna Loy, and apparently she's a big famous person because the internet makes a big deal that she gets a two second appearance. Look at yeah, Mary no, she's, she's a name for sure. I, I, I'm, I don't really remember a film I've seen. Me neither. Uh, the name Myrna Loy sounds familiar, but the internet made a big deal. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I love these vaudevillian shows. This is this is more fun. Like I always complain about when they have vaudevillian stuff on. No, movies. no, it's not vaudeville. It's not vaudeville. But okay, go ahead. Oh, it's jazz singing, but jazz singing or whatever. Like just yeah, this live show. This seems okay. like a, a story that takes place during this. You know what I mean? Like yes. he sings, but it's more character based. He's sure goofy about her. That is Myrna Loy. He doesn't stand a chance with Mary. Well, Myrna's fucking wrong. Uh, anyway, Which that's it. On the left or right? On the left. And she goes on wow. to explain. Look at this. They got to entertain the audience at all costs. Listen, uh, we're going to take a break in between acts. Oh, no, we can't. Here's some aerobatic bullshit. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> so Mary gets an offer to go to New York, uh, Chicago, and become a big deal, right? This so, is current. This is 2019. They're actually putting a date on this movie, August 8th. Yeah, that's right. As a matter of fact, there is a continuity error. He's writing her a letter, and it says, like, August 7th. And then when she gets it, it says August 8th. I think it's no big deal, but the internet cares. Well, I mean, a lot of people must have seen this movie hundreds of times. There must be some fans of this movie who've seen it wow. more times than we have. Yes. So they're not really boyfriend and girlfriend, but they're like got such a crush on each other and they're heading that way. And now he's she's being called away <clears throat> to Chicago. So this is this is Mary that. from years ago too, right? Like they've been going steady for a while. No, they're not going steady at all. This is Mary from the restaurant just a little while ago who said, oh, I'll let you it. So she gave him a chance in the show and he's about to become part of it. And just as that happens, she starts, now she's leaving. Oh, bye. Yeah, he'll never see her again. I typed, I made a typo when I went to see this movie and I wound up watching on YouTube The Ass Singer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was gross. It wasn't sound. There was sound. Was it from farting? He would make singing noise? Like he would talk? Yeah. People were like, we've heard plenty. Okay, look. This is a very famous cantor. One of the biggest ones of all time. And he's basically getting a cameo in this. It's like... Oh, cool. So they could have him sing? Yeah, he's going to you know, sing. Because of the budget, they can only afford to tape the matinee show. <laughs> Yossi Rosenblatt, Ukrainian-born cantor and composer. Regarded as the greatest cantor of his time, now he died early. He died at age 51. Okay. Um, his fame extended beyond the Jewish world. Large concert series, a singing role in this, the jazz singer, the singer and also... The Sobriquet, the Jewish Caruso? I don't know what that is. What is it? I don't know. It's... Type it Type it in the private chat. <laughs> type it in the private so chat so I can see what you say. 
Okay, I'll type it in. It's weird. All right, no one look. This is a private chat. I'm putting it, it says in the private comments. chat. It's not a private chat. It's the comments. Oh, it's under comment? Oh, shit. I got to use my mouse. All right, I'm looking at the comments section. Okay, I'm putting it in. It is right. a S-O-B. Uh, I didn't say screen share, you dummy. You know, everyone private here in the... Okay, private chat, you win. All right, all right. Well, now yes. I got to click back to private. You can hear the people in the synagogue. Mike Spiegel with the seventh. You're just as bad as your great, great, great grandfather. Will you shut up during the rabbi singing? The cantor is singing. I'm sorry. I'm I'm putting it in. Did you hit enter when you're done? You know, like you hit enter or return. I see nothing in our private chat. Okay, there it is. Oh, you want me to pronounce that? Yeah. So Brick. That's not Yiddish. So so Kret so Brit so Briquet. It's S O B R I Q U E T. It's like a soliloquy, like a so. Oh look, August seventh. August seventh. Okay. So this is a flashback. Well, that's the thing. When uh, when he gets it, when she gets it, it's August eighth. Weird. Well, maybe the mail service from Medford, Illinois, is superior. And can get it. We get it on time. We get it a day early. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, ah, oh, I'm so clever. I don't need a chair. I can sit on my luggage. <laughs> Man, spread all I want. Life on the road. Air now feels good on my ball, dangling balls. <laughs> Air feels good on my dangling ball. Because, <laughs> you know, with that kind of material, it just blows right through. Oh, yeah, right. It goes, the breeze goes right through there. Uh-oh, a little yeah. drama. Yeah. Let's she's the gonna... rave. I'm better than that guy, and they're like, oh, he's the best. I didn't realize this was all mostly kind of half silent and half talky. Bill yeah, Bird, that's the so Now, look, when, when he goes and visits his mom, we're going to have a great segment. We got to listen to the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. You're not leaving on this train. Your booking has been canceled. Oh, don't you hate oh. that? Bummer. Shit, but I got a deck of cards and everything. <clears throat> I've been going over big. I got a deck of cards for the train. Yeah, I got a cup of coffee. Sorry, that's the word from New York. Wow, that's... You're fucked. Business is brutal. Stuck in Medfield, Illinois. It's not even Chicago. Now, our hero, the bitchy, la the grouchy lady, she's the winner. She's our hero, said <laughs> Uh, sorry you got uh, shit canned. See ya. Guess you don't have to sorry. see. But guess what, pal? You didn't get shit canned. They're gonna bring you to New York. You're in. They what? Wait a minute. He he shit talked them in front of the colleagues. Right, colleagues and then they like get all on the train and drive away thinking he got right. shit canned. He's like, that train's gonna move. That train's going to float off their hot air. Did you see that scene? Oh, tell me again. Tell me again. Oh, you were there. Oh, Fooling nothing. Here's the train ticket now. 
What kind of shenanigans well, is that? Look at that. He slaps him five five. Yeah. Well, no, he went to shake his hand and he bounced off. No, he slapped it and shook it. Stop yelling. Mother, that's famous, right? Well, oh, yes, yeah. I got to tell you, his behavior towards his mom is fucking weird. Uh, first Ooh. of all, there's something sexual about it. And secondly, uh -huh. it's way over the top. Way over the top. Oh, my mommy. Hey, oh, mommy. Oh, mommy. It's ridiculous. You'll see. Silent movies kind of, kind of ridiculous. Oh, this is Quinzantera. 60th birthday. Oh, 60th. 60th. Wow. Yeah. And what's he going to get? Well, he. oh, it's a prayer shawl. He got a nice Great. prayer shawl. Very nice. That's what he needed. Oh, no. Well, Got the, the, the same one. The same thing. Yeah. Uh oh. It's the same. Oh. No, boy. Oh my goodness. Oh. Life is so, so crazy. <laughs> Maybe the guy, the guy at the department store, is like score sold two in one day. Now here's Moshe. Now what in, is Moshe brought? He's brought a present, and guess what it is? He goes X X. He goes. I got this because I think you ladies need some nice jugs around here. <laughs> because you're deflated pancakes. A brub wine. And what did he get for the 60th birthday? It's a fucking prayer. It's like sitcom. Look how raggedy his jacket is. Now, this guy in real life, his name as an, he's, uh, was Jewy Jusen. And. Shut uh, up. He played Jewish parts. <laughs> but it was a stage name. That was a stage oh, name. Oh, right. Yeah. Real name uh, was... Um, um, I've seen his westerns. <laughs> Sheriff Jew Jusen. He was really Jusen Owitz. But they, you know, they shortened it so it would be less Jewish. Oh, you're missing all um, the Jewish humor in this movie. Another we talked to the rabbi. We talked through all the prayers. What am I, 12 years old studying for the bar mitzvah? <clears throat> okay, so here comes our man, and he's back where he grew up. Okay, he hasn't been here for years. This is all real, by the way. Oh, look, he bumps into the kibitz, kibitzer. Yeah. Oh, Are you Jackie's original Jewish name? Oh, yeah, I think you're mistaken. Yeah. My name is Jackie Cabinet. Are you Yudelson, the kibitzer? Okay, so maybe his real-life name is Moshe. Let me look it up here. Um, well, it could be his first name. It could be. Um, Moshe. <clears throat> wow, look at this street. So cool. Here he goes. He doesn't recognize it's him. Oh, he does recognize it's him. Now he's home. This is it. This is a big moment. You're you're right, Mike. That was his last name, Udelson. His name is Mo as a character is Moisha Udelson. His real name's Otto Lederer. He died in 1965. He was Czechoslovakian American. 120 films he was in. Jeez. Including a Laurel and Hardy. Now we're gonna get a bunch of over-the-top mummy stuff. When I tell you Wait, to turn you gotta do it. Not yet. Not it's yet. too late. I got the sound up. Well, it's you no, know, then you're gonna hate it because it's too early. Okay. Mommy! Well, let me tell you a joke. So there's an ant infestation going on at an Orthodox uh -huh. synagogue. Uh 
Oh no, three rabbis are talking, right? The Orthodox says that yeah, we had these ants, and I, I uh, called the service, and they took care of it, but the ants came back, and I didn't know what to do. And then this uh, 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 conservative rabbi says, "Yeah, you know, we had ants too, and we wanted to do like these safe traps, but they kept crawling out of the traps. They kept coming back, even though we we sent them out." And okay. then the uh, reform rabbi says, yeah. "Oh, you know what I did? I bar mitzvahed all of them, and they never came back at all. The next day, they were gone. Never showed up at the synagogue ever again. Right? Was you just bar mitzvahed them. Yep, I get it. That's reform people, but they do come for for uh, uh, Passover and Yom Kippur, and right? Don't they? Yeah. Come to... Who? What? The answer, Elijah? No, the reform Jews." Oh, yeah. No, it's just a different time. It's all, yeah, it's all good, Carl. Look, Mommy, I got this ridiculous triangle case. <laughs> I thought he was going to pull out his heroin needle. Now, look at that. Oh, wait, he got a present for her. All right, don't look. It says, I love you, Mommy. <laughs> yeah. Now he goes, did you steal? Watch wow. this interstitial. Jackie. Okay, diamonds with stones in it. You didn't do anything wrong, did you, Jackie? Jackie. Jakey. J-A-K-I-E. Look, you ain't heard nothing yet. You see that? Weird. They used the interstitial for that, too? Now, look. Didn't his picture used to hang there? What the fuck, Mom? Right. That's how he saw ass hurt, ass sore, eight-year-old, 13-year-old version of him. Oh, right. He's, he doesn't exist here anymore. The fuck's with my picture? Jockey. It's sad. It's sad. He doesn't have a son anymore, so why would he put up the picture of his son? Now, in real life, that dad is only six years older than him. He is older than him, but, you know, the, he couldn't have had a kid at six. Get typecast as an old guy, and that's it. Boom. Pow. I'm trying to think, like, was Al Jolson, like, relevant in the 60s? Yeah. 60s? Like, uh... like, at what point did we started picking up on him for pop culture-wise, right? Like, did he have a show in the 50s? Well, I got a... Was... No, not really. He went away. I gotta. I'm gonna tell you about it, but not right now. Turn up the okay. sound now, because this is this is the big thing. Now you'll know this song. Look at him emoting. He bats his eyes at you. Yeah. He's just like, I'm fooling around, I'm fucking around, you know it, I'm having a fun time. He's, he's crooning-ish. Yeah. It's, yeah. Blue sky. Now, check out this great dialogue. It was ad libbed, or they had one take. <laughs> now, look, he's going to steal something. 
Something sexy here. The final success in the show. Well, we're going to move from here. Oh, yes, we're going to move up in the Bronx. Now, now the Bronx was suburbia then. Really? Birds, Goldbirds, suburbs. Suburbs. Birds. Is that a Jewish suburb, a suburb? Goldberg. Listen to this. What do you mean, no? Now listen to this. That's the tunnel of love. Even something. What does it not even a word? Oh, but... See, you like to slap thing, Mama? Uh oh, uh oh, awkward. Oh, now he's gonna say stop, and the music will go back to a silent film. <laughs> I heard that. You won't hear anything anymore. Now look, they'll get up again. Watch. You see how they just got up? There's a glitch yeah. in the matrix. They get up again. Now, what? What, what the is the matrix, fuck? Carl? The matrix? If you don't know what the matrix is, you just follow the blue bunny. Okay. Look, I got these two pills. Take the red pill, and everything goes back to normal. Take the blue pill, and you're going to be stoned out your mind! <laughs> Give me the blue pill, motherfucker. <laughs> it's an acid peyote mix. Carl, don't forget, I don't know when we're going to be airing this. But March 26th, John Wick Chapter 4, his theaters. Oh, that's great. a long COVID, but now it's finally here. Thank goodness. I can still wait. I can absolutely wait. <laughs> you can still wait. Now, how dare you bring that fucking jazz in this fucking house? Right. What an insult. That's a very famous old song. It's not. It's a classical tune. I I don't know who wrote it. Yeah, this song. I know this song. Again, you know, this song is used in like Monty Python. We yeah. interrupt. We're sorry to interrupt. We're sorry to interrupt the interruption of the interruption. <laughs> and now okay. we return without interruption. So he's basically saying, look, hey, you don't want to be a cantor. Five generations were a cantor. And he goes, look, I'm sorry. I, I This is, the, you know, you grew up in the old country. I didn't. I grew up here. You'd feel the same way. This is another day. Kind of a good point, I guess. Even though he's betraying five generations of cantors. Yeah. It's a heavy load. This guy was a Swedish actor. Um, he was American, but he's from Sweden. He did a bunch of uh, Broadway stuff and film, but he was always known as the um, Chinese character. He played Dr. Fu Manchu. He played Harry Chang in Shanghai Express. And awesome. for 16 films, he played Charlie Chan. Unbelievable. 
No, he goes, okay. many happy returns of the day. He got him. What do you think he got him for, for his birthday? A phonograph? A prayer shawl. Oh, oh sorry. Hi. I feel like this. Ugh. Moisha. Hi. Moisha, you were in here. Now, the the father doesn't take it. He's all butthurt and just what you needed. There's some guys at Gimbal who sold four prayer shawls in one day. He was like, I love it. <laughs> hi, can, can I help you? Yeah, hi. My friend, the rabbi, his birth, 60th birthday is coming. I don't know what to get him. I want to get him something unique. Unique, you say? Well, I was just <laughs> telling. I mean, I have an I'd shawl for you. <laughs> so Al Jolson died early and he was not really very relevant. He died in 1950. He was only mm. um 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 64 years old. That's not so early, but it is early. Yeah. And in the 20s he was one of the greatest, you know, like most famous and highest paid stars. This was he was self-build, self-build. It's the world's greatest entertainer. Uh, you, you know, I think I think I think I've seen his gravestone. Let me write this down. Al mm -hmm. Jolson Tomb. Two 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 D. Goodbye. Nope. Hillside <laughs> Memorial Park in Los Angeles is where gotcha. Al Jolson's gigantic mausoleum it's not even a mausoleum it is a i'm looking at the picture right now because why don't you go there and film why you should watch the next lwaflmoyt that's right hey coming up we'll be watching the jazz singer with starring al jolson who's right behind me right mm -hmm. yeah Literally, i'm here he's there if you were a jerk you could dig him up really seriously you could and say, we're doing you on the next podcast. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I could go virtual. I could say, uh, hi, my name is Mike, and this is called Exhuming Al Jolson from Hillside <laughs> Memorial Park. Do, do, do. No, do, 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 but it's do, do, huge. Do. It's like, it's the weirdest thing. Like, uh, I, I, I've seen it before. So that's kind of strange. Now, the guy oh. who directed this, name, his name's Alan Crossland. And his grave, he only died, he died at 41 because there was a car accident. But his oh. grave was unmarked. 67 years later, in 2003, they donated a headstone. He had an unmarked grave, this director. Oh, my God. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so now he's in New York, and the rehearsals are going, and they're in good form. But... The show's not so great. It's really Al Jolson who's saving it. Jackie Robbins who's Look saving it. Look at the dance number. It's cool. Okay, so I keep bringing this up, but I guess my beef is that when we have movie, when the culture at the time when movies were out where people would go see live shows as part of the right. entertainment, right. and there was a film, and they're showing you the live entertainment, they could do it as a voyeur, like as an audience member, like you get to see a live show as a theater, or you have a behind-the-scenes like drama like right now. Right, right now. But I think this movie handles it really well. Like, the mm -hmm. story kind of is more predominant than the show stuff. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, there's I get gonna... a little weirded out by that. Well, you're going to get weirded out because there's a lot of backstage stuff here in which, like, 
they're appealing to him. Well, I won't ruin I kind of want to ruin it. Oh, there's Mary. I thought we'd never see her again. Right. Oh, she left her hat here. She had to go pick it up. So now we find out Mary's the one who recommended him for the New York show. That separated him from his current entourage. His then, yeah. Unless they're in Chicago and I've got... No, they're definitely no, in New they're York. No, they're in New York. This is the... Yeah. He went home. I don't know how Mary got from her Chicago review to New York, but she has and she's gotten Al Jolson the job. <clears throat> do, 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 goodbye. He goes, hey, what is... Say, Mary. Oh, Mary. How does he talk? Love of my life. No, God, who holds their hat like that? What do you mean all the time back then? It's like 10 and 2, but two hands. Like, Look, everything was different. Look at his hair. It's all greasy. It's greased. Uh, but everybody's is. And right. he's wearing lipstick, but that's because he's in a movie, you know? Um, but still, the, the button's all the way tight to the top with the, you know, it's, it was just a different time. <clears throat> That's like we saw that 1936 movie and their vision of the future. That was their, um, their vision of the future. They were still their 1930s hairstyles and sure. style of dress, even though it was moderned up. Oh, then it's you I gotta be thankful for. That's right. Yeah. We're gonna do a reverse me too, buddy. Oh, is she gonna approach him? Yeah. Welcome to the show. Uh, sorry you have to bang her to get the role. <laughs> well, you've got a hard spot to fill. This isn't going to be easy. That's all right. You need to see my toot toot tootsie. Oh, no, that's that's yesterday news. Toot toot tootsie, goodbye. <laughs> you think tootsie roll came from that? Uh, Tootsie Roll. I wouldn't know. Tootsie. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I bet you there's some history here. If only we had some sort of search yeah. engine that we could just, you know, because I don't have time to go to the library. I don't have time. Oh, the library's going to close in about two hours. So if we wrap this movie up, I can probably hit the hay and get there. Oh, I okay. could call Ask the Librarian at 1 900. Oh. What, what happened? He's got stiff disease. He's got. He's got boring, stiff. What's going on? Is the rabbi sick? He needs two women to walk around his bed at all times. He goes, look, 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 it's your no good son. He's going to be right here tomorrow night, the April He's got glasses and he puts a spectacle. Oh, no, it's just one guy. He's got that weird monocle. Monocle. If Jackie knew his father was sick, he would come. So why don't we go and fucking bug him? And that's what we're going to see now for a lot night. of the film. But he's going to cancel this. You could spoil this. He's going to cancel his opening night to be home with his dad, right? Yeah. If that's the plot. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's a long road to get there. But, yes, Michael, Yes. That now, are we going to eat our cake and then have our cake? Are we going to see him perform and then he's going to run home? Yes, that's right. There's, 
There's a dress rehearsal, and this will be our opportunity to see him perform. And then, yeah, for the actual, but the thing is, it's just opening night. Now, the thing is, you know how much money is invested. Uh, I mean, tens of dollars, tens of dollars they put into (laughs) this. And then they're going to have to cancel their opening night. I mean, we stand to lose 1850. So anyway, Bonsing, you know, equivalent today's money, he really is going to sort of screw them because they're opening night. You know, that's when I'm sure it was a sold out house. So he, professionally, he's fucking himself over because he's leaving right. opening night. Romantically, he's he's screwing the pooch because yeah. she got him there. They're yeah. really in love, and now he's going to walk out of her. But however, it's for family, which right. which at least she should understand. So she'll come back in the end. She will understand. Now look, in uh, he was the first. Al Jolson was the first to entertain the troops in World War II. <laughs> Look at you. You don't belong. Uh, he was the no, first but I thought to- it was funny. Like, he stared at the legs and he's like... Uh... Yeah. yeah. So when he's going to have an awkward scene with that lady right there. You see the lady sitting there when yeah. he... When he le- I, I don't get that. Like, It says no smoking. He thought the sign said no smoking. Who's, who's smoking? Okay. The actor... Hector, what the fuck you say? Jack Robin. Okay, now when the guy walks away, watch his interaction with the cute girl. Okay, I'm watching the cute girl right now. Eyes are on her. Ooh. Is she still checking him out? Noodleson. So anyway, you know our guy. He's not going to take some bullshit like sorry. So he just bullies his way up there and he goes, Jackie! Hey, Robin Witch. No, no, Robin, Robin. Mary doesn't like it. Mary, don't, what the right. fuck is this? This interloper. Mars the Day of Atonement. I think he's saying this kind of Okay, so as I said, he was the first to entertain the troops in World War II. So in 1950, he was also the first to entertain the GIs in Korea. He says he performed 42 shows in 16 days. 16 days, 42 shows. Do the math. How is that possible? He, he died weeks after returning from the to the U.S., partially, partly owning, owing to the physical exhaustion from that performance schedule. So he died wow. at 64. He was old. But the he army did, killed him. Kind of. I mean, if he did two shows a day, that's only 32 shows. 